Welcome to Chris in Christ, a show about being redeemed and saying so. I'm your host, Chris, and I'm so excited you tuned in to today's testimony and transparency. Let's stay connected. Follow me on all social media platforms and anywhere you can listen to a podcast. Just put in Chris in Christ. Let's go. First things first, what's on top? What's a thing you've got to get out of your way so that you can focus today? Hey guys, what's on top today is that we are at episode 10 and this is the season one finale of Chris and Christ and I have so many feelings. I have all the feels right now because I'm just in awe of what God can do and how far we have gotten together and I'm also excited about the next chapter and season two. So stick around at the end of the show. I'm going to explain the vision for season two and what you guys will be tuning in for. And I can't wait to share what I have in store for you. (sighs) Thank y'all so much just for being with me, listening to me. I know my voice can get annoying, you know. Um, Just thank you for responding to me, listening. Um, The messages I've been receiving are so encouraging and bring tears to my eyes and it's just so wonderful that we can share the goodness of God together and that we can be open and transparent and do it in a very honest way and I love that I love the support that I've given and I'm just glad that I was able to find the courage and just have the obedience to listen to God when he said go out there and start this show and here we are at the end of season one So excited. Let's jump in for the season finale. So today I want to talk about a time in my life where I want to call testimonies and transitions because I was in this crazy transition period. But in this period where I experienced God speaking to me more than usual and more clearly than ever. And so I know that God speaks through his word. He speaks through others. He'll speak through our circumstances. He'll speak through his still small voice, which is our holy, which is the Holy Spirit. And he'll also give us impressions. Like if you don't feel right about making the next move on something, it probably means you should wait. But if you feel peace about it and God's confirming it, that means you should go forward with it. So I don't know if I was seeking him more or expecting him to speak to me or if I was just in a total state of reliance on him. But God had been speaking to me in numerous ways while I was getting ready for a transition period. So for the 2018-2019 school year, I knew that that would be the last year that my school would be open and that everyone was going to uh, be laid off. The school is going to be shut down. So I've known this for a whole year, and I'd had that job for five years. And sometimes I look at it as a blessing um, and a curse because I know that I'd be laid off a whole year in advance. So that gives me plenty of time to freak out. But... um Everyone around me was also freaking out for me. And they were saying like, oh, apply here. I'm going to give you this job. Whatever you want. Come to my school. Come over here. Is your resume ready? What's your plan after the layoff? What do you really want to do? What's your passion? Like all these questions people used to ask me when I was about to graduate college. And I realized that I still didn't even know how to answer that. And I'm just like, um, no, or I don't know. Those are my answers to those questions. And it kind of led me into a frenzy of contemplating if I wanted to stay in the education. But I had been burnt out, y'all, like, burnt out to the point where I was like on my back. And 
I was just like, I don't even think I'm ready for the kids. I don't want to come and give the kids 40% or whatever I have left. It was probably less than that, probably like 2%. (laughs) I wanted to give them my full self. So I wasn't ready to jump back into teaching again. So I decided to take take a step back and ask God. And he just gave me a piece about waiting and not jumping for anything. So while I was waiting, he told me to look back upon my past and dig deep into his word. So I was reading things. I was reading um, things that interest me. I was asking God almost all the time, Lord, please correct me. Please guide me. I don't know what to do next. And he told me to go back to look at things that I used to like as a kid. What were my interests back then? What breaks my heart? Um, And I started to think about it and it all came to like one subject. So, y'all, I know this is going to be strange, but I'm obsessed with, like, slavery and oppression. Like, every slave movie, I've seen it. Every Holocaust movie, seen it. I've read the books. I've read um, the articles, the essays. And, like, with every time I would read these things or see these things, my heart would just sink and my mind would race. But I was so intrigued by it all. And I thought that something was wrong with me because this is a really morbid subject. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't know, is it okay for me to be all interested in this? But when I came to this conclusion, I started to dig back to what I actually like. God brought another memory to mind that made it all click together. So my best friend and I attended a Christian women's conference in Dallas, um, the Desperate for Jesus conference at Oak Cliff Baptist Church. And this is Tony Evans Church and her his daughter Priscilla Schreier's church. And y'all, when I was there, she touched my shoulder and she called me beautiful. And I was just like, oh, I love you so much. I'm never washing this shoulder again. Oh my God. Anyway, it was so great. But one of the speakers and authors that was there, her name is Christine Kane. Um, she was sharing her testimony and how that called her to action. And so she created an organization called A21, and it's an international human trafficking, anti-human trafficking organization. And side note, um, my stepdad had died the same day that I was here at the conference, but I like to believe that God held up, you know, and waited taking him home until after I was able to hear this message so I could truly focus and hear what he wanted me to hear and, you know, be able to stay and enjoy the conference. Um, and he did just that, but rest in peace to Mackie. Anyway, um, I was thinking to myself when I'm back on the couch, I'm like, oh my God, uh, that's it. Like human trafficking is modern day slavery. And y'all, it's, it's insane. It's one of the fastest growing crimes and the highest grossing crime worldwide, um, projecting to make over $150 billion per year by selling humans. Is disgusting. So I was like, oh my God, I have to get in on this. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be an abolitionist. Um, and it was great. So I'm sitting on my couch when all this rushed back to my mind. And so I did my research on A21 and I checked out the website. And I noticed that there was a temporary volunteer position at um, one of the branches in the U.S. And so I looked, I'm like, okay, she's got a spot in the U.S. Let me see where it's at. So she has one in California and North Carolina, y'all. If you're wondering why I'm bummed out, like I'm from North Carolina and it 
you could not pay me to go back to North Carolina. Like the talk of the town would be if Kristen came back to North Carolina because I had a couple skeletons here and I didn't want to come back. And as long as my parents were healthy, like I was never going back to North Carolina, like you could miss me with it. But I clicked on it. And despite that, this is a non-paying temporary position. It would only last a few months. Um, and I would be like a volunteer, like an intern. I would definitely be taking steps down in pay, obviously. Um, and, you know, it, it was definitely like, if you look at it, a step down. But the peace and the excitement it was like electrifying that I had in my heart. I could just, I could feel it. Like this was guidance to get me going on the application. I also texted my sister and I was like, girl, I'm about to come to Charlotte with you. And all of this had happened in October, which was seven months before the layoff. And so I'd have to wait seven months to see if I was going to get it. And within that seven months, y'all want to know how many applications I put in to apply anywhere else? Zero. All the while, most of my friends and my family were like scratching their heads and like constantly asking me like, what you going to do? Where are you at? You got any interviews? Like they're the ones uncomfortable for my future. But throughout this time, God kept speaking to me and confirming for me that this is the direction he wanted me to go in, even though it made no sense. So he gave me a lot of favor with my interviewer at A21 um, to the point where she had put my resume for a position that was open there. And I didn't even know about it. Um, I mean, obviously, I didn't get it. And I'm like, I'm honestly, I'm glad I didn't because this volunteer experience has been so enriching. Um, another way that he confirmed was that while I was waiting at the airport about to go on a mission trip to Europe, I looked up and I was right in front of an A21 campaign sign. Um, they put these different, um, campaign ads entitled, can you see me in different major transportation spots? So airports, bus stations, train stations, um, just to kind of really highlight the fact that human trafficking is crime in plain sight. Um, but a lot of time it's hidden and we don't see it. Another confirmation is when I was reading um, a Bible plan by Christine King called Unstoppable, and she was writing about um, a 21 volunteer named Kristen. And y'all, they spell it the same name. They spell it the same way that I spell mine. So I was like, ooh, okay. And literally it said, quote, after Kristen's internship at A21, her life was turned around. It would never be the same again. She learned a very valuable lesson, lesson by not standing still in her transition period, end quote. Y'all, I like flipped out of my bed when I read that. It was insane. And if that wasn't enough signs and confirmation, while I was on my mission trip in Europe, I struck up a conversation with the man who was sitting next to me in the lobby. Turns out he's from Chicago and he was there in Europe to consult with different human trafficking organizations around the world. And so he had started a human trafficking safe house in Chicago and was super impressed by A21's work. And he was just so excited that that's the direction I was going to go into. And it was just so cool. We exchanged emails and everything. And it was just amazing. Like just literally in the lobby, a complete stranger. Um, and that was just so awesome. On top of that, um, my plan for housing wasn't going to be ideal. I was going to stay with my sister and her roommates. And, you know, I'm old and she's not. She's still in college. And I'm like, mm, you know. I don't really live a college girl life. You know, I go to bed at eight o'clock, that type of thing. I don't know how this is going to work out. But um, I had planned to save my money while I was still getting checks and get ready to 
contribute to the rent and the bills and stuff like that. Y'all, two weeks before my start date, I found out that a couple had opened up their home for the volunteers that were coming to be at A21. And I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be so cute. It's going to kind of be like college again. I'm going to have like a roommate in my room. Like that's going to be an adjustment or whatever. Y'all, I get to the house. It's on over 10 acres of land. I see like a ranch and a guest house and there's like fields and lights and a gazebo and a pool and a hot tub and a cross and like a zip line. And like they've had weddings at this place before. Like it's beautiful. And if that wasn't enough, the couple that owns it, their spirit is like a thousand times more beautiful Whenever I come home, they ask me how I'm doing. If they have anything, they'll stop right there and pray with me. We exchange books. We exchange stories. We have game nights, taco nights. Just the cutest, cutest, oh, the cutest family. Um, and I'm just so grateful for them. And I'm just like, God, you are blowing my mind because... Did I mention that it's free? F-R-E-E, that spells free. Like, I don't have to pay a cent to live there. Like, I haven't even vacationed on this level of beauty. Like, this is gorgeous. And absolutely, positively free 99. I'm like, come on, Lord. You, You just outdo yourself sometimes. And so I'm like... God, you give me everything, man. Like, I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't. I couldn't even put this together. Like, God will blow your mind and do exceedingly and abundantly beyond and above what you can think or ask when you let him. Like, it's amazing. And even when I was getting low on money, my uh, my pastor, Pastor Smith in Raleigh, like, he would, he took up an offering one day and just handed me the basket and was like, here you go. He asked me how I was doing. He's like, do you need some money? And I'm like, how'd you know? Yes, I'm over here, like, not getting paid, driving from Charlotte to Raleigh every weekend and, like, just taking care of me like I've never been taking care of myself. And like, I'm just so grateful to my greater love family, to the Bensons, to A21. You know, I am healing in this transition time. I'm recovering from trauma. I'm recovering from toxic work culture. I'm recovering from burnout and like God is just taking care of me and it's so beautiful. He gives me everything, man, everything. So, I mean, I was a little upset to leave New Orleans. Of course, I'm going to miss my oysters. I'm miss, well, my char grilled oysters. Let's be clear. I'm going to miss my church family. I'm going to miss my friends. You know, I'm going to miss my school. But when God speaks, and especially when he confirms what you're supposed to do, you have to go with no questions asked because he will make it to where you don't have to worry about a thing. If you trust him and really let him do what he does best. And so that leaves me with the scripture of the day, which is Proverbs 3, 6 through 7. I know y'all know it. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So if you have a way that you're trying to go and you ask God to lead you, he's going to do it. He's going to take you down the path. And once you feel that he is giving you that direction and that guidance and he's confirming himself, then you go forward with it. Go forward with it. 
packing up and moving from a thousand miles away to a place I thought I'd never return to, to work for no pay. And like, I'm scrubbing toilets and like washing floors sometimes, you know, that comes a part of the jobs. But like, it's so rewarding. It's so rewarding to work with these amazing people who help the most beautiful survivors. And I have to be a part of that is so humbling. It's such an honor. It's a privilege to be there, to be here. And honestly, Chris and Christ was birthed out of this transition period. If I was still lesson planning and bringing all my work home and writing IEPs at home and on the weekends and like constantly working like I always was for the past five years, I would have no time, no mental space to do Chris and Christ, let alone do something that I like to do. This wouldn't happen. So you never know what will be birthed out of your transition period when you just let God take the wheel. It doesn't make sense. My bank account doesn't make sense, you know. I'm 27. I should be like saving up and like being ready to get a a house and a mortgage. And I don't even have a car. But instead of doing those things, like I'm out here doing what God said do. And honestly, I don't even have no bills. (laughs) And God is taking care of me like never before. So again, I just want to say thank you to all of you who supported me. I want to give a huge shout out to Lorraine, who is my dear friend. She is the reason why, you know, Christmas and Christ looks like something. It has really nice graphics and it's being recorded, you know, with pretty good quality. Like she set up all the tech for me. Um, It's constantly pushing me to be more engaged and interactive with my listeners, to push and to really dream big. And I've never really dreamed big before. I don't really allow myself to do that. And Larray has been beside me the entire time, um, just pushing me to make this ministry, make my ministry something amazing. And so I'm so grateful for you, Larray. There's no way there would be an episode one or episode 10 without you. I just want to say thank you. And I can't wait to see what God has in store for you. I know he's going to do amazing things because you do amazing things for his people. And I just want to say thanks. So if you're wondering, when am I going to hear the next Chris and Christ episode? What is the deal? What's coming forward? What's going to be next? Well, so Chris and Christ was, if I had it my way, Chris and Christ would be a show not about me at all. <laughs> Um, so season one, I had to share my testimonies, but season two, y'all, I've got some testimonies that you would not believe from some incredible people that I've met along the way. So season two is going to be an interview style setup. It's going to be an amazing show, y'all. Like I have some amazing testimonies lined up for you. So if you have an awesome testimony that you want to share or know somebody whose testimony would like to be aired, please let me know. You can hit me up at chrisandchrist at gmail.com. Hit me up on Insta, Facebook, send me a text, whatever. I'm prepping and taking the rest of 2019 so that in 2020, we can have an amazing testimony show that truly shares and broadcasts God's work all over the world. It's going to be insane. It's going to be insane. And I'm so excited. Like, oh, man, I can't wait to get on this, y'all.
With that being said, please enjoy your holidays, y'all. Use this time to be around your family, to be around your friends, but really use this time to be transparent. Share your testimonies with them. We are called to, you know, be missionaries, but first we got to start at home. So use this time, the quality time that you may have with your family and friends over the holiday season and really just share, you know, what your weaknesses are, where God has brought you from. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the power of our testimony. And so this is how God is going to be moving through our testimonies, y'all. Don't hold back. Share it. No one's perfect. It's going to be okay. If God is leading you to share, take the time to share. You never know what can come out of your obedience. So happy holidays. Please feel free to still hit me up. I will see you guys in 2020. Thanks a lot and be blessed. That's a wrap for today's episode of Chris and Christ. Thanks so much for tuning in and I can't wait to hear from you again. Let's keep in touch. Follow me on all social media platforms at Chris and Christ. Until next time, remember, you overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the power of your testimony. Be blessed. Hey, play my music.